exclusive issues on life and style. Stay informed on Equal File. Well, this morning, keeping us informed on uh, Medical File, what a pleasure it is for me to talk to Dr. Sashni Woodlia, who's a psychiatrist qualified in South Africa as a doctor and then weekly as a psychiatrist in learning disability. She's been influenced a lot by the late and previous president, Richard Nelson Mandela, who she says changed her life. Now, she's also an author. She's a regular guest speaker uh, in hospitals and uh, on radio as well. So this morning, you can add that list of radios that you presented on. You can add Lotus FM there. Dr. Sashmi Wunia, welcome to Lotus FM. Oh, thank you, Zakia Ahmed. And you know, it's such a surreal experience for me to be on Lotus FM. Um, as you rightly said, you know, I grew up with Lotus FM and, um, you know, my family, every, friends, everyone that I know absolutely love Lotus FM. And this is very much close to home uh, and the song you you played cherish south africa definitely resonates with me uh, because i do cherish south africa and my origins and you know i'm someone that you definitely can't take the durban out of this girl so um it's absolutely an honor to be on your show and everyone i know absolutely loves your show specifically well, thank you so much uh, for that, uh, Dr. Maria. Uh, beautiful words. They're making me feel all fuzzy Well, it's the and truth. You've got such a huge fan base. I'm sure you know that by now. And uh, I've, I've heard the people, they, when I said I'm on the show with Zakia Ahmed, they said, oh, we absolutely love her. So, and they don't miss your show. So, and I can see talking to you today, it's, you're such a lovely person. Um, it's such an honor and privilege. And it's really surreal for me. Well, you know, Dr. Maria, I, I'd love for you to go on about how wonderful I am. <laughs> <laughs> but the time, <laughs> the time doesn't permit it. Thank you to everybody who's relayed that message. Uh, I just love being with you, okay? Yeah. And all of you, actually. Now, uh, Dr. Maria, uh, very interestingly enough, we spoke a bit about you qualifying as a doctor here in South Africa, right? Yes. And then moving to the UK to study psychiatry, is that correct? Yes, so I studied at the University of Free State from 94 till 2000. And then 2002, um, 2003, I came to the UK. And then I pursued a training in psychiatry. So I completed my degree... Uh, a postgraduate training as a psychiatrist with the Royal College of Psychiatrists. Um, and then I um, finished my exams as well, the MRC Psych. And through that, I did a book, which is um, in 2012, which is currently being used um, in over 50 country, countries worldwide. So I teach and support and train psychiatrists um, globally, including South Africa. They use my book, Pass the Cask and Coin to View Skills. So not just psychiatrists, but also health professionals GPs and nurses and, and, and psychologists. So you have been doing radio shows long before uh, you heard about the coronavirus. Yeah. Yes. So I started uh, beginning of February, and but prior to that, I had been. Um, 
researching it quite a bit because as you know we've already in the pandemic uh the 25th of jan uh, january wuhan china went into lockdown so um our first case in the uk we saw in of the 29th of january um and then following that we had our first death in the uk on the 5th of march um so i pretty much have done over 30 to 35 different um radio shows in the uk also in india as well because um in in of February, I was in India for my mom at uh, Sai Baba's Ashram in Puttaparthi. So I actually did a radio show live from um, with the UK Hospital Radio Bedford with the Poco Pare from Sai Baba's um, Ashram. Uh, Prashanti Nialalam. So I've done a lot of radio shows. I've been updated and I've been trying to educate and raise awareness about um, coronavirus because as you know, and my favorite saying of Nelson Mandela, I have many, uh, as I said, he's influenced me, is knowledge is power. And I see that true with the coronavirus. The more knowledge we have, the more we educate ourselves and our people and our loved ones, our families and friends, then the better we are able to then cope with the pandemic and I that's why I do believe sharing the information um, and educating people raising awareness on how to prevent it what coronavirus is um, what the treatment options are available and how to reduce the spread of it um, I think that was so important for me so therefore in terms of the pandemic um, there's a diagram about the psychology of the coronavirus um, and we start from the panic phase the fear then we move on to the second zone which is the, the learning phase and then the growth phase. So I pretty much have been in the learning and growth phase from the very onset of the pandemic. Um, so yeah, so that's the role I've, play, I've played. And um, I, I really watch South Africa with awe uh, because I think South Africa has done extremely well in terms of managing the pandemic. Uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa, um, Professor Karim, as well as um, the health minister, Mekize and his team have done extremely well. And I've definitely cheered on with South Africa as to how well they've handled the pandemic. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've really, um, and, I'm, and I hope and I pray that because I've got so much of family um, and my links are with South Africa that it continues to remain well handled and that the debts that because you all had quite a, a lower number of debts um, of 54 compared to the UK of 16,060 debts. So um, pretty much I think South Africa has done extremely well. famous in terms of the pandemic we had the second death in Milton Keynes um, Milton Keynes Hospital where I've worked um, where and where I currently work so Milton Keynes had the second death and in terms of the pandemic um, we know that 150 the first uh, the second lot of people that came from Wuhan China came to a, a quarantine area 
in Milton Keynes, which is about five minutes from where I live. So uh, Milton Keynes is pretty much on the map in terms of being in the UK. And it's only about an hour from London, just to give people an idea of the geographical location. And it's half an hour on the train um, to into London as well. So then we've had uh, our GPS yeah. uh, very with us a bit. But getting back to yeah. that, uh, Dr. Modlia, yeah. you know, at this time, I don't think there are many people who would, who can actually move forward in their minds. And that is important. What we do in our minds, you talk about being positive. I'd like for you to assist us in that area. Yes, so I think, Zaki, that's really important what you've raised is because, as I explained, the psychology is the fear and the panic, the anxiety, the coronaphobia and chronophobia, and then moving forward into the learning and growth. And I think each of us will have our own um, role in that. And I'm sure for you, you've probably in the learning and growth phase, um, you've probably moved on more than other people um, that don't know much about the coronavirus. And just to add some context into it of my experience, I've actually published an article with Dr. Ahmed Nagy, um, and which was uh, in the Asian Journal of Psychiatry, and that was on the 10th of um, April. And the title of it is Coronaphobia and Chronophobia, a Psychiatric Perspective. So I'm quite knowledgeable on this. So in terms of moving forward and being positive, I think exactly what you said. I think we all understand that there is this fear and that it is a real fear. And each and every one of us has a right to feel that fear. But then it's about us accepting that we don't have the virus. If so, if you haven't contracted it, we need to understand we haven't got the virus yet. Unless you test positive or start to get symptoms, you don't have it. And then we need to think about, okay, how can we prevent ourselves from getting it? So what are the precautions and the guidance from WHO and from our government that we need to listen to and educate ourselves and educate others about it? and start to implement those guidelines, which is what I've done and which is what other people I know who are handling the um, chronophobia much better and have moved on into the learning and growth phase. And so what are those precautions and those guidelines? As you know, we've all been told that we need to take those precautions. So we need to wash our hands for at least 20 seconds. We need to ensure that we're using a hand sanitizer. We need to ensure that if we do get any cold and flu-like symptoms, we use tissues or we use a mask and we burn our tissues immediately. We need to use gloves if necessary and then we need to avoid traveling and um, going to places where we know we can get infected and I think what you said was really really interesting and I really love it you said spread the love and not the virus and I think that's what it boils down to is being positive knowing that you don't have it and that you are going to try your best not to get it and not to spread the virus so adhering to those social distancing and those lockdown measures and the social distancing engagement, which I know is so difficult for people. As you said earlier on your show, you know, there's people wanting to go and wish their family members and their children happy birthday and wanting to go and see them. And we all want that human connection. I mean, we're social beings after all, isn't it? And I know in Durban, in South Africa, you know, people are always going out. 
you know, so, um, you know, so it's difficult for people to be in the lockdown. But I think in order to prevent what you said, the isolation and the depression and, you know, feeling quite negative about the, the pandemic is that we need to educate ourselves. We need to surround ourselves with people who know what's going on and also people that we can connect with and that we can daily in our lives create some positivity. So whether it's calling your family members and connecting day to day with them. I know now more than ever, I've had so much more contact with people globally than what I've previously had and I think everyone's doing that so I think the more and more we stay connected the more and more we try and engage with people and not and adhere to the rules and remain positive I think that's going to be key in us moving forward um, so I don't know if that answers your question obviously there's other things like you know maintaining your sanity and if you do feel like you're getting stressed and fearful then you can talk to someone so whether it's health professionals locally and I know South Africa has done so well. You said you spoke to a psychologist already. Uh, you know, South Africa um, has access to so many um, resources and we had um, I got one of our one of the psychologists um, Rocky Bikram on uh, one of our radio shows in London and she explained about how well the psychologists and psychiatrists are actually dealing with the pandemic and supporting people so I think if people are getting fearful and they're getting scared then they do need to seek advice probably contact a psychologist or psychiatrist but obviously other measures of coping with the stress and anxiety and fear and panic is doing things like mindfulness you know having some spirituality meditation is also very key and something which I definitely recommend you know eating healthily and um, preparing healthy meals as well as boosting your immunity and exercising these are also other ways in which we can actually remain positive and healthy throughout this pandemic um, as well as boosting our immunity which is something really important. Well, Dr. Williams, you know, it's so important when you realize that here you are in the UK and you're in South Africa and any part of the world, our brain is one of the same unless you have a chemical imbalance. You know yes. what I'm talking about. Yes. So people around the world are feeling the same thing, you know, regarding the virus. I have a WhatsApp that has come in uh, from Anonymous and she goes on to say, yesterday was the first day since lockdown that I broke down. With crime most of the day, thanks to Lifestyle and the programs that we bring. So I'm sure you've dealt uh, with people, you have people, dealt with a very uh, strong, horrible word. But you've spoken to people uh, who are going through that, even in the UK. Yes. So I yes, I definitely agree. People are really coping in different ways. And as much as we're saying, oh, be positive, um, definitely, I think what your, your, your listener has shared is so important because there's so much. We all can be resilient to an extent, but there's going to be times when we are going to break down. And that is why sharing that with someone, you know, reach out to people, connect with people. So when you're feeling down, you're feeling low, try and speak to someone else, you know, phone someone. You know, I know I always feel better after talking to someone, even when I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed, because I myself working on the front line and seeing hundreds of patients, not something 
people on your side can actually imagine. You know, in our hospitals, we've got hundreds of cases. We're having to go to work without protective equipment. We're seeing our colleagues get it. Our colleagues, nurses and psychiatrists even dying, um, unfortunately. And um, we're having to deal with supporting people globally. And I think definitely if you are feeling really low, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling sad, anxious and fearful and you, st you, you break down, I think that's quite a normal response. Um, and I think it's not easy. For, I'm not in any way saying that going through this pandemic is easy. Actually, yesterday, a relative called me and said that they were quite tearful and that they actually broke down. They were crying and they couldn't cope with what was going on. So I definitely understand what your listener is saying, that in no way this is easy for people globally. But I think what has come out from this uh, Zakia is that, you know, the Ubuntuism, uh, which is Mandela's gift to South Africa and to the world, which is that there's a universal compassion and kindness that has come out of this. And therefore, if people are feeling so overwhelmed and upset about what's going on, you know, what we've seen over the past few weeks, and even Dr. Tedros has said, is that there's a, like Ubuntu means, a, a belief in the universal bond of sharing a connection with the whole of humanity. And that's exactly what Dr. Tedros has said, that out of this, we've seen globally people have come together to offer help, mm. compassion, kindness, and to work together unitedly. I mean, look at us today, the two of us communicating, you in South yeah, Africa and I'm in the UK. So I think if people are feeling low and down, you have a right to feel that way. And no one is saying that you shouldn't feel that because I know it, there's so many emotions going on. I deal with this on a day-to-day -day basis. I myself have to you know, make my, I have to be resilient uh, so I can help others. And I practice what I preach, therefore the advice I've given about coping well, I with... Think that is that's important, you know, that, that you are sharing what you feel with us. Doctor, I'd like to say thank you so much for being with us today. We're going to have the news coming up in two minutes. So, very quickly, all those special people you want to mention, but you know what, other people are saying, um, thank you so much, Doctor, for being with us. Thank you, Life and Style. So, yeah, we have a really little difference, and I thank you for that. But very quickly, Doctor, I know you did mention Devin Kogul Maniose earlier on when we were speaking of air. I'm going to be playing that while you, you know, send out the, your messages. Yes, thank you. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, Zakia. So just to say hello to my mom, Premla Mudlia, my sister, Sanusha, my twin. Um, she's from R.A. Mudli Spices. And then I've got my other sister, Velashni Tarushna, my cousins, Najen Devine, uh from Ubuntu and um, Njabulo Learning, and um, as well as my friend, Janita, that's listening, and quite a lot of other South Africans are my cousins. There's too many people to actually mention, so I might have forgotten some people. Um, so all my cousins in Peter Maritzburg in Durban, all my families and friends, uh, Gisha and Devine and Jen and uh, my auntie Mogi Naidu. She's the one that requested the song Devin um, Coville. So the song is for her. Once again, thank you so much. As we play Thank you. Thank you so much, Zakir, for having me on and for your brilliant work. All right.
Bye. Bye.